Oh. Uh, no, I'm up. No, 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 I'm up. What were you saying? Oh, no, I was listening. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, you were saying, um, you were talking about the... Uh, no, I was. I swear. You were saying you went to the market to buy some produce and you ran into Deborah. Yeah, Deborah, but she didn't seem like herself or something. She seemed off. Um, and yeah, you were just making small talk when all of a sudden she dropped everything and just screamed, My name is John Remedios, and welcome to episode 16 of A Shot in the Dark, an audio journal documenting the development of my first independently produced video game, Shoot Shoot Megapack. If this is your first time listening, we're best friends now, which means I can show you my collection of 15 other episodes that you can listen to, but just you, no sharesies. Anyway, enough resting my eyes. Let's, how do they say, shuffle to the left two times, two times. I'm uh, DJing this club tonight. You should totally check it out. It's a barista. Cue music. It is June 11th, 2015, and before you applaud me for taking initiative and putting together a podcast before the date's released, just know that the only reason I'm doing this is because I'm leaving to get out of the city with Jenny, like I'm supposed to be leaving right now. The timing is not great, since my momentum has been building back up pretty steadily, but we had a group on, it was going to expire, so, you know, extenuating circumstances in the form of a mandatory midweek vacation. My life is very difficult. Anyway, what's been going on? What's been happening? Things have been good? Thanks for asking. I've been settling into a routine, which has been great for getting shit done on the game and just for my own mental health. It's weird, though, because I've needed to change my work habits a bit to avoid turning into a lazy, depressive sack of meat. So I started getting out of the house, and I've been trying to do it at least once a week, shooting for two. I know that everyone has said that when you work from home, it's good to leave every once in a while, but I'm very stubborn and thought I was different. I guess I I just really want to be the type of person who can get a lot done from home, and historically I have been, but I don't know, maybe it's the weather or something. My body just wants to get outside. I mean, I guess I owe it to the world anyway, so you're welcome. But I'm not here to talk about my Adonis-like physique. Think of that as more of a sexy epilogue from the past two or three episodes about focus, motivation, discipline, etc., I've talked those things to death at this point. I'm not going to say anything more about it. Nobody wants to hear it. You don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And if starting a podcast about me didn't make it clear, I love to be heard. So let's talk about something new, shall we? The Electronic Entertainment Expo, or more colloquially referred to as E3, is starting next week. And it's got me feeling weird things. Not in a silly man-child kind of way. I don't really get excited by things like that. This is going to require some explanation. My video game career has basically been driven by my desire to do things. I wanted to get into games, I wanted to ship things, I wanted to pay off my debt, I wanted to work for myself, I wanted to work on my own projects, and so on and so forth. Going to E3 has never been one of those things for me. But not because of a lack of interest. How do I explain this? I kind of think it's similar to the way a kid sees alcohol, just as something older people drink before they start crying. I'm sure there are some children who just cannot wait until they drink adult juice, but then there are also those who are more than happy to just eat Play-Doh. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm a Play-Doh eater. What? It's delicious. 
in the very strong possibility that this is not clear, the point I'm worming my way towards is that E3 just never seemed to be a thing for me. It's for the big kids. Now, some of you might be expecting me to say that I'm going to E3 this year, and that's why I'm talking about this, but you would be wrong. Don't do that. Don't assume things. I'm not going, and that fits with my worldview, just like I said. But something weird's been happening recently. A number of people, and people I've known for years, have started asking me if I'm going to E3, which is fine, it's not taboo, it's just fucking small talk, and if I had a brain that functioned appropriately, I probably wouldn't even think twice about it, but, you know, I don't have something like that in my head. Going back to my clearly airtight analogy, I feel like I'm a child who's been approached by an adult, and that adult just casually asks me if I'm on my way to pick up a bottle of bourbon. Or, in some cases, I feel like a child who's been approached by another child who asked me the same thing, and then I blink, and that child is now a full-grown person, and I'm like, whoa, when did that happen? And then I turn around and see a bunch of kids I grew up with all turning into adults before my eyes. This is actually pretty cool. I mean, there are some people who I've known for years going to E3 for the first time with their games, and that's just amazing. I'm really happy for them. Even cooler is that they assume we're equals, which is always nice. What's not cool is a lot of the stuff that happens inside of me. I'm talking about the dread and the doubt and the negative thoughts and feelings like why am I not going? Should I be going? Did I fuck it up? Did I just ruin everything? Is no one going to buy my game now? Should I even finish it? What's the point? I'm not going to E3. You get the picture. That's what's happening in there. It's not pretty. This is what I want to talk about this week, the ways in which we measure and set expectations for ourselves, because I think a lot of people, including myself, can have a pretty skewed rubric that they evaluate themselves against. And I think that sets the new record for the longest lead-up in an episode of A Shot in the Dark. It is so hard not to be impressed with myself. So what am I referring to when I talk about placing unrealistic expectations on yourself? Well, like most things on my podcast, it's contextual. Oh, I love that word. I use it so much. But for the purpose of this episode, I'm not referring to expectations that create a particularly large gap between where you feel you should be and where you actually are. Those are more like dreams that you're arrogant enough to think you deserve. No, I'm talking about expectations that appear close enough to trick you into thinking that you're not meeting them. That's pretty vague, so let's look at an example. If you listen to my episodes about GDC, I think this was the primary force at play that really made me feel like I wasn't delivering. People around me had all these meetings and demos and whatever, and there I was just casually showing my game around the conference and talking to people. I've come to terms with this at this point and feel like I did as well as I possibly could have in San Francisco, but at the time it just seemed like I was making an unending stream of mistakes. Now, usually I would try to problem solve my way around this, some brain trickery and what have you, but I don't think that's really feasible in this situation. I think we've pretty much shown that we humans excel at always wanting more than we have so we can ensure that we're never happy. I think trying to fix this is ultimately a Sisyphean endeavor. How academic. Instead, I think we'd all be better off if we just tried to learn how to deal with the disappointment of not being where you think you should be in your life. Now, doing this is not easy. You have to effectively rid yourself of a lot of entitlement and come to a point where you're comfortable saying, well... Maybe I don't deserve that. Maybe I'm just not ready yet. But how do you get there? Well, I recommend starting a podcast. I'm joking. Don't you fucking dare. I'm claiming overship over all podcasts. They're mine now. Don't touch them. But seriously, I think it's a great idea to keep some sort of journal or log or whatever you want to call it, because aside from being an exercise in catharsis, it also helps you maintain a sense of how you're progressing. Going back to the E3 example, is it reasonable for me to expect to be a part of a booth at E3 
after starting a company in February, meaning I've only worked for about four months. No, I would say that is definitively not a reasonable thing to expect. The brain is funny, though, and it forgets things pretty quickly, so without recording myself, I probably wouldn't have even thought about the fact that I've only been doing this for a handful of months as a full-time thing, because it feels like I've been doing it forever. So I must have been doing it forever, because that's how I feel. Feelings are truth. Another reason I think that soothing yourself after failure is just generally a better approach to trying to not want things you might not be ready for is because you don't want to fall in the trap of undercutting yourself at every turn in the name of sound reasoning. Sometimes you just need to think you're better than you are and strive for something that's just out of your reach. Telling yourself that you don't deserve this or you're not ready for that too early could result in you playing it too safe and potentially missing out on some really important opportunities. So, I guess I'm saying it's about balance. Which is usually the takeaway from anything and everything. So you all probably knew this already. We did it. Together. Hurrah. Okay, well, I'm going to end it off here this week. Like I said, I need to go. Thanks so much for listening. This month has been the best month for the podcast with a bunch of new people checking it out. So that's really cool. If you want to get in touch with me, you can via Twitter at John Remedios or email john at ssmpgame.com. I'm more than happy to answer questions you might have. I'm not qualified to answer them, but I like providing answers, so I think this is mutually beneficial. And if there's anything you'd like me to maybe talk about, just let me know. You can also check out the game on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Just look for SSMP Game. There's also a YouTube channel with one video. The game's official website is SSMPGame.com. It has the links to all the social media and a mailing list you can sign up for. And finally, if you like the podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes or the podcast service of your choice, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. If you want to comment or rate, that would be amazing. It helps new people experience all of me. Anyway, thanks again. I will hopefully see you next week. Goodbye. I recorded this entire episode in one take and made no hilarious mistakes, so I didn't have a blooper to give you. So I leave you this, the perfection of me. Revel in it. Soak it all in. Soak it all in.